Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast today. This is a very important sermon you're about ready to hear. I've been preaching it all over, the, all over America, and I want to put it on television, and it's part one and part two. It's entitled, Impossible Things Happen When the Winds Are Contrary. Or the wind's contrary in your life right now, but all this COVID stuff and everything going crazy, you don't need to be afraid of nothing because impossible things are about ready to take place in your life because the winds of your life are contrary. Everything going wrong, everything single, nobody knows what to do. Call a friend, tell them to turn that television on. You're going to learn something today by the power of God and you'll get out of the contrary winds of life. Are you ready? Watch this and be blessed. Take notes. Are you at Matthew chapter 14 yet? I want to read something very familiar, Matthew chapter 14. I want to start reading with verse 22. And straightway Jesus, I, I like to read out the old King James Version. And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him unto the other side while he sent the multitudes away. Did you notice he sent the multitudes away? He didn't do it all the time, but he did it that time. You very seldom ever see that happen. He sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. Now you can remember, he'd been preaching all day. And he fed some people. And then he went up to the mountain to pray. And the next day he goes to church. Why aren't people coming to God's house? Well, you know, I'm, I'm a little afraid of the COVID. Well, if you got sick, suppose God would say, I ain't going to your house. <laughs> Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. <laughs> now, I'm not saying being stupid. I believe in, you know, social distancing, face masks. I believe in all that. Don't be something me. But my God, this is where it really is. This is where the power is. If you want the answer to get rid of COVID, it's right here. It's in this atmosphere. Watch this. My Lord. Verse 23, and when he sent the multitudes away, he went up to a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. Underline that in your Bible, your iPad, or your phone, whatever you do. The winds were contrary. See, impossible things happen when the winds are contrary. See, Bishop, according to the time, you shouldn't be able to pay this off by December 31st. You shouldn't be able to do it by next August, by next August. But the, the winds are contrary, which tells me there's evidence that you will. That means if this could be paid off, then your house can be paid off. Why, 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 why not? It's all faith anyway. Use it for both places. For the winds were contrary. And in the fourth watch, Underline that statement. What is that? I'll say that in a minute. What does that mean, the fourth watch? And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It's a spirit. They cried out for fear. Wait a minute. They just saw Jesus feed 5,000 people with a two-piece fish dinner. They cried out for fear. Fear tolerated, faith contaminated. I believe Brother Kenneth said that, Copeland. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Be not afraid. Hmm. Now, Peter always opening up his mouth constantly. Sometimes he puts both feet in it. 
but God loves. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, and they say, he don't know neither. But you know, he got a little courage. If it be thou, bid me to come unto thee on the water. And he said, come. I don't think he was expecting that. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Now he's walking on water. See, you focus on your priority, you eliminate everything else around you. But when he saw, uh-oh, now he took his eyes off of Jesus. When he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. Now it was mixed with fear. And beginning to sink, he didn't sink, he beginning to sink, cried, Lord, save me. And immediately, now immediately is suddenly his twin brother. <laughs> and immediately, Jesus stretched forth his hand. In other words, if this pulpit is Peter and I'm Jesus, he's this close. I mean, my God, you come that far. And immediately, he grabbed him. He didn't have time to sink. That's how close Jesus was to him. How close is Jesus to you in your fear? Oh. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? What's your problem, boy? You're almost here. You people have been taught the word of faith since the beginning of this place. How come this place ain't full? Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. Greater is he was in you than he was in the world. I believe in social distancing. I believe in taking and doing what the governors and all that kind of stuff. Don't misunderstand me. But you should never let fear take over you in any way, shape, or form whatsoever at all. You see, because fear is worse than the COVID. Fear is a sickness. And the creator of it is Satan. And when they were coming to the ship, the wind ceased. I want to talk about impossible things happen when the winds are contrary. You see, I've been out in the Gulf of Mexico with 25-foot waves when I was a kid working for uh, Texaco and Shell Oil Company. And it's harder to walk on the water with waves than it is when it's flat. The winds are boisterous. So it's totally impossible, number one, to hardly get out of the boat because it's rocking. And number two, to start walking, as long as your eyes are on Jesus, it makes no difference how big the waves are. Because he gave you a word, come. Come. Just that simple. Now, I want to talk a little bit about what made Peter get out of that boat. He sure didn't have any faith. He didn't know who Jesus was, if that's you. Let me tell you what it was. Adventure. He figured if he sunk, he'd just swim back. Write this down if you're taking notes. The spirit of adventure will make you want to live your life on the same basis as Jesus. In other words, if he can walk on the water, then why can't we walk on the water? 
Jesus said, go do the work that I do and greater than these shall you do if I go to my father. I had a man, you know, I'm around thousands of people constantly. And uh, they said, but just, what, what happened if you got the COVID and died? I want to make this announcement to everybody. If I ever got the, and if I ever got the COVID and I may have had it, I don't know. I've never had any, you know, I don't know. Cause some, they say most people are asymptomatic. I don't know, uh, but I've never had a test because I have no, they say we can't get tested in Louisiana unless you got symptoms. That's what they tell you. To make a long story short, if I died of the COVID, it's because I wanted to. And I don't doubt that some people, bless God, they might be sick and God's going to heal them. They got real close. But let me tell you something. You get close to Jesus in heaven, you ain't coming back to Detroit. You understand what I'm saying? When you're just this way, he said, I'll send you back. Whoa, 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 whoa. let's go. You see, the winds are contrary and impossible things happen when the winds are contrary because then you've got to really use your faith. Now, using your faith is when you're keeping your eyes on Jesus Christ. That's a very great gift to keep your eyes on him no matter what's going around. Don't deny what you see. Deny it's right to affect you. The spirit of adventure will make you want to live your life on the same basis as Jesus. You see, Jesus quickens your faith and the winds quicken your fear. I had several preachers call me bishop and say, well, but Jesse, what happened? What are we going to do financially? I said, the same thing we did when this didn't happen. I said, first thing first, God does use people, but you know, we keep our eyes on him. We'll have more than enough. I got so excited when you said that. See, I w I'm the one that started this victory thon thing at Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Bishop comes down there and, and, he, and he was away from, he was kind of up on a platform and I would look and he gave, and he doubled his gift. Now, now, now if I looked in the natural, I would want to say, Bishop, do you know it's 2020? Do you understand? No, but see, you're not moved by that. You don't deny that. You just deny it's right because you understand the power of the seed. What is an oak tree but an acorn that held its ground? Oak tree, huge. Acorns this big. Squirrel tried to eat. Get out of here. You're not going to If you let me grow up, you can raise your family in my tree. Do you see my point? Jesus quickens your faith and the winds quicken your fear. Now, what made him understand it, see, you never overestimate your faith and underestimate the danger. Write that down. Never overestimate your faith and underestimate the danger. In other words, the winds are contrary. That's dangerous. You got to know that your faith is going to work. But if you start out with this, if that be you, you got problems. If that be you, you got to know in whom. You have believed and you got to be persuaded. My mother went home to be with the Lord on Easter Sunday, 1982. And I promise you, if she was in this building somewhere and she went, Jesse, I know that voice. I know that. No, I believe that voice. I know that voice. It's been in front of me and behind me many times as a kid growing up. Mamas are powerful. You understand what I'm saying? So you never overestimate your faith and underestimate the danger. See, that's what he did. He was overestimating his faith simply because Actually, he lost his faith when he started looking at the winds. All of a sudden, the winds became very dangerous to him. But impossible things happen when the winds are contrary. Never let what's around you take the place of Jesus before you. See, Bishop, that's what you did when you doubled it. You never let what was around you change the Jesus before you. Because see, God's trying to get something to you instead of something from you. 
Do you understand what I'm saying? I want to tell everybody this, and I want you to listen to me. I am believing God for the church that we built. It's called Covenant Church. Kathy is the pastor of it. Now watch this. I, I tell him this every day. I said, I'm believing God for all of you to be debt-free. Now I want to get all excited. I said, but listen, but don't get excited about being debt-free. The homeless is debt-free. <laughs> right? The homeless are debt free for God's sake, man. What you want to be is debt free, and the amount of money that you're in debt, have that in liquid finance in a bank somewhere. Now you believe in God for something. You see, because God can put the devil on you real quick, get you debt free, and the amount of money that you were in debt, have that in liquid finance to do whatever you want to do. Now that's believing something. You see what I'm saying? That's, that's focusing on nothing but what God says. So you never let what around you take the place of Jesus before you. I've had many opportunities to fail. I just don't take any. I've been shot at three times. They've wanted to kill me twice with knives. They tried to electrocute me twice when I was preaching. Boy, the devil don't like me. And I don't like you neither, too. I just want you to know that. I don't care. But it didn't make no difference. Why? Because life and death is the power of my tongue, not Satan's tongue. Not cancer's tongue or diabetes or high blood pressure or crippling arthritis, but I also have to do something in the natural as well as something in the spiritual. Uh, let me give you a prime example. Is, uh, Andrew Womack asked me and Brother Copeland to dedicate his building, his new facility there in Colorado Springs. Now, actually, it's a woodland, Colorado, way up there in the mountain. To make a long story short, I said, oh, he said, Jesse, would you do that 430 so you will hold those people? And I said, well, okay. And I did. So I finished about... Uh, by the time they gave me the service, it was five, like 5.30, and I preached till about 6.30, and Brother Copeland goes start at 7. Watch that. I had to leave. I had to go somewhere and preach. The Lord said, stay for a few minutes. Stay, stay a while. I wanted you to hear something I told Kenneth to say. Now watch that. See, you got to learn to take care of this as well as take care of your faith. Take care of your spirit. So I never heard Brother Copeland say this before. I've been preaching with him 30, going on 31 years. Make a long story short. He gets up there, and, you know, he looks real trim and all this kind of stuff. And he said something. I said, uh, he said, you know, the Lord began to deal with me about my body. And this is what the God said. This is a phenomenal statement. And the Lord told him this, Kenneth, I sacrificed my body for you. Now, you sacrifice your body for me. That went off of me like a shark. Have y'all noticed I've lost some weight? That immediately struck me. Now, who don't like to eat? I'm a Cajun. My God. If we put Tabasco sauce on that chair, we eat that chair. That's how good we are. <laughs> we just like it. You know, we, like, we like to eat. And there's nothing wrong with eating. You got to survive. But it's how much and what you eat. He said, I sacrificed my body for you. Now, you sacrifice your body for me. Now, ain't nothing wrong with eating a piece of cake. I'm not talking about something like that. If you want to eat, but not the whole cake at one time. Like one lady told me, she said, well, the reason why I'm fat because it's in the jeans. I said, well, it's outside the jeans on this side. It ain't all fitting in there. I just want you to know that. She went, whoo! I went, whoo! Now, you know, I'm not against fat people. If you like you, I like you. I don't have a problem with any of that. All I'm saying is, is let, never let anything control you. You control it. Let me get away from that. That's a little too strong about it. Kathy said, never mention a woman's weight because you will die an early death. I said, okay, I got that. Notice the Bible said Jesus came walking in the fourth watch. What does that mean, the fourth watch? Well, the fourth watch was Adam to Noah. The first watch was Adam to Noah. The second watch was Noah to Moses. The third watch was Moses to Jesus being born as a man. And the fourth watch 
is Jesus coming back to receive his children, his church. That's very unique, the fourth watch. If you want to look at it from a religious standpoint of view, the first watch was the law. The second watch was the prophets. The third watch was Jesus in the flesh, and the fourth watch is him coming back. And if you really think about it, you don't have to look at the news tomorrow. Just go open the Bible. It's going to tell you what's going on. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus is coming. Do you understand? And a lot sooner than we think. He came walking in the fourth watch. What? To help them, not to help himself. To redeem them. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So Jesus became what we are in order that we might become what he is. That's why he said, go do the work that I do and greater works than these shall he do because I go to my father. And he says, whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do. Why? That the father may be glorified in the son. Then he says, if you shall ask anything in my name. I've said that here before. What does anything mean to you? Anything. What does whatsoever mean? Whatsoever, right? So it can be spiritual, physical, financial, or all three. Doesn't make any difference. It's whatever you want to do. You see what I'm saying? God said, that's why Jesus don't struggle. That's why I tell people, uh, we, we tell our church, it's time for you to come back to the house of God. Now, the thing that's amazing to me, and I, I don't know if this has happened here, I found people, man, my God, that we raised up in the faith. My God, I mean, they walk on water. They ain't been back since, slap scared. I don't understand that. They've been under the full teaching. Then you got the baby Christian, where the devil? I'll slap him. <laughs> and they're filling up the house. Does that make any sense? Well, you, you would expect those that were really strong in the faith to come out. And I'm not talking about being stupid. I'm not talking about being ignorant. But I'm saying this corporate anointing of what is happening here in every area of your life. Jesus became what we are in order that we might become what he is. That's spiritually, physical, and financial, every area. I want you to think about that, ladies and gentlemen. That's why Jesus said we could and should do the work he did and greater. Now, how do you do that? Through faith in him, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Look, it's that spirit of adventure that will make you want to live your life on the same basis as Jesus. That's why Peter got out the boat. Are you ready to walk on the water with Jesus? It's about time that you do. Now, what got Peter out of that boat was adventure. He was walking in fear. Do you understand that? He didn't know if that was Jesus or not. He hadn't got close enough to him. But he had his focus on Jesus, and even walking in fear, he couldn't sink as long as his eyes was on Jesus. Whatever God is calling you to do, do not be afraid. Remember, all these winds will quicken your fear, but trust in Jesus will quicken your faith. Brother, that happens every day here at Jesse the Planet's Ministries. You know, people think, you know, he's a good businessman, and you know, he's doing real good. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not that good. I, I wish I was, but I'm not. Let me tell you something, man. It takes God and you together and me believing for this thing. It's a global ministry. Over 2.9 billion people watch this program. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, God has been so good and gracious because of you, because of me, and because of him. I trust you. You trust me. We both trust God. Hey, I got a great question that they came from a, a viewer. I think her name is Wanda. She said this, I was told that God made more than one heaven. Is this true? 
If so, can you please help me understand this? Well, the Bible said he lives in the third heaven, Wanda, but he made more than we can possibly ask or think. All we can look at is our Milky Way galaxy. Think about that. My God, I mean, you know, and there's just billion, 400, 400 billion planet, moons, and stars in our Milky Way galaxy. We have over 400 billion galaxies with at least 400 billion planet, moons, and stars in each one of them. That's big. So I'm pretty sure <laughs> if he lives in the third heaven, they got a lot of heaven up there. But we're all going to live together. So Wanda, don't worry about it. Just occupy till Jesus comes. And guess what? We got a trip and it's paid for by the blood of Jesus. And we're going to go to heaven and start our eternal work with the Lord. Ooh, Lord, I'm starting to preach here. Isn't that something? Let me tell you something. If you're going through some tough times, I heard an old Texas man tell me that one time. He said, tough times don't last, brother Jesse. Tough people do. I like that statement. I've never forgot it. Now, winds, let me tell you, impossible things happen when you think it's not going to work. That's God's word working for you. Kathy's coming up right now with some great glorious moments. Don't you love that segment of glorious moments? You created it. Yes, you send in testimonies and things, and Kathy reads them on the air, and we just get excited, and people get excited. So if you've got a great glorious moment, send it to us and hope we can read it on the program. Kathy, take it away. Bless God, bless me, bless the people. Watch. Thank you for joining me today on Glorious Moments. All of the testimonies that I share with you in our broadcast are from real people just like you and me that have taken the time to write to us about a glorious moment in their life. Psalms 145 and 5 says, I will speak of the glorious honor of thy majesty and of thy wondrous works. Listen to two testimonies about the wondrous works that God is doing through our ministry. First one comes from South Carolina. It says, thank you for teaching me about the first fruit giving. Several years ago, we had a conversation, and you increased my understanding of the different types of giving. Because God's word is the truth, our business increased in gross income during 2020, and we had the best year since our inception in 2008. In a pandemic, <laughs> I thank God for the wisdom that he has released into my ears through your teachings. And now with God, I sow this first fruits, tithes, and offering seed into your ministry, which is good ground. Thanks again for empowering the body of Christ. You know, that is so powerful. And this next testimony came to us through Facebook, and I know it will bless you. It says, we never believed that we could tithe and plant a seed. After listening to you and Sister Kathy, we sowed a seed and asked God for the money to be able to tithe. Guess what? The money appeared like the loaves and the fishes. We couldn't see where it came from, but somehow we were able to tithe, and we haven't stopped tithing and giving to your ministry. You have blessed us more than you will know. The JDM app is wonderful, and it makes it so easy to give. We often send prayer requests, and you so faithfully answer every one of them. You know, Jesse and I appreciate it when you write to us about the wondrous works that God has done in your life through this ministry. We look forward to hearing from you every day. God bless you today. Did you know that doubt is a habit? Yes, it is. You aren't born a doubter. You learn to doubt over time. In my book, I Never Learned to Doubt, you will learn something. And what is that? To go back in time and regain what was lost so that you can enjoy more peace, more joy, more favor, and more blessing. 
The wonder of faith is a pure thing. It's a childlike thing. And faith is the only thing that God responds to. When you never learn to doubt, life is so much better. I never learned to doubt. It's my new book. Get it today. If you haven't already, I encourage you to get a copy of my brand new book, I Never Learned to Doubt. I think it's my best one. I know nothing about doubt. That's why I'm blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out, spiritually, physically, and financially. This book will help you get there, I'm telling you. This book will build your faith. I think when you read it, you will hear my voice. I really do. It'll build your faith so you can start seeing God do the impossible in your life. How do I get it, Brother Jesse? Just go to jdm.org for all the ordering information. You'll get it. I'm telling you, it will bless you and ministry. I never learned it out. I know nothing about it. I mean that sincerely, and it's a blessing of God. Partners, what can I say about you? You have been so courteous and kind to this ministry all these 45 years. We've been preaching the gospel together. What a blessing of God it has been. I can't thank you enough for what you do. Your faithful financial support is so vitally important to this ministry. You've heard me say it thousands of times over these years. For every dollar given to our ministry, give me a soul into the kingdom. I told God, if you're not saving people, I ain't going out there. I, hey, listen, I, I'll go wherever you want to go, but you've got to come with me. And I bring you, my partner, with me. You send me out there. I mean that sincerely. And God has been so good. In all those years, listen to this, we never charge churches. What? No, we don't charge them expenses. Huh? you got to be kidding me. No, why? God, you, and me. I've said it so many times, I'm going to say it again. I trust you, you trust me, and both of us trust God. So help me today get more people saved. Lord said, go to the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Now, there's 7.5 billion people on the planet. We know about 2.9 billion people that are watching this program, so we got a long way to go. Your faithful financial support will help me get there. 100% of what you give goes into world evangelism. We're totally debt-free, and me and Kathy don't ask you to do something we don't do. We're partners to this ministry also. Also, for your May partnership, we're offering my faith-building message, and I love this message, how to be a devout dissolver of doubts. That's the primary job of the believer. It really is. How do I get that? Well, you go to jdm.org for all the ordering information. In fact, man, get on that website, look around, see what's going on. Thank you for watching us on all these social platforms that we're on, on broadcast television. We are reaching people, changing lives one soul at a time. Now, next week, part two of impossible things happen when the winds are contrary. I'm telling you, there are a lot of rough things. People don't know what's going on. What are we going to do, Brother Jesse, about this? All the politics going crazy, the, the, the pandemic, and nobody know what to believe. You got one doctor saying this, another doctor saying that. Who knows what's going on, right? But Jesus does. Partners, once again, thank you for helping me bring encouragement to people. I bring encouragement to people's lives, and I bring joy. You watch me, you're not going to stay sad, you're not going to stay sick, and you're not going to stay broke. I mean that sincerely. I love you till next week. Jesse Duplantis from New Orleans, Louisiana, saying I love you. See you soon. God bless. Bye-bye. Now, what makes a person a great person is vision. The only way that physical eyes are going to see it, that you must see it with your spiritual eyes. Don't try to reconcile sense and faith. See, faith goes beyond the intellect. Jesse Duplantis' 2021 Visionary Conference. Throw away your clock. God will put the time on that thing, and it'll come quicker than you think. You are a winner going somewhere to win. The 2021 Visionary Conference, July 15th and 16th. Register online today. You see, heaven is wonderful.
And I said, what am I doing here? He said, you have an appointment. Heaven, Close Encounters of the God Kind is celebrating 25 years of transforming lives. Order your copy today at JDM.org. Jesse Duplantis Ministries is reaching people and changing lives one soul at a time more than ever before online. JDM is continuing to provide new faith-based content meant to strengthen your relationship with God. You can find weekly messages from Jesse and Kathy on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and more. So like us on social media, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and stay connected to all the exciting things happening at Jesse Duplantis Ministries. I use my faith for the impossible all the time. Because if I can do something, I don't even pray. I know I can do that, so I just go do it. So if anything can be done, experience and skill will do it. If something can't be done, only faith can do it. See, now I want to ask you a question here. Jesus said, Peter said, if that's really you, you bid me to come. And Jesus said, come. My point is this, how many words from Jesus does he have to say before you obey it?